you guys don't know, but we call the lady who says recording in progress on Zoom Audra because audio and yeah. Audra. It's a bad name, but we love her. <laughs> like, well, no, it's a good name. It, it's also a tribute to um, my favorite therapist I've ever had. I miss her all the time. See, um, I can't shout see out to anymore. the therapist. Yeah. Shout out to the therapist. Thank you, Audra. You're great. If, God, she, if she was, oh my God, I would she, actually like. I'd be like fangirling if she did. I, I was always like, I wish I could be her friend. That's like a terrible relationship to have with a therapist. But I, she, you know, she seems so cool. <laughs> no, yeah, she's psychoanalyzing you every episode. I, I think she, like, <laughs> I think she's like all like, wow, she did not adjust well at all. To I like to think that she would be proud of me. She was always telling me that I should quit my job, which made me miserable at the time. And I think that if she knew that I was like doing stuff like this, she'd be like, good for her. I like, I like to think that. She has like her cup of coffee and you know she's a therapist, so she's drinking tea. She has her cup of tea and she's just giving you like the approved nod, just the Yeah. Yeah. But that's the thing, yeah. I don't even know if she likes like nerd culture because that's the whole thing. Therapists, good therapists make mm-hmm. you feel comfortable and ask you about yourself, but you don't ever learn anything about them because that would be an unhealthy relationship. Yeah, they just they, damn therapists are very mysterious, aren't they? they I never are, really thought about it. They're just like, I'm just the person that you talk to. I write she's a great shit style th- though, I know that. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh yeah okay that, that well then you know that they have style yeah so. yeah so i mean still doesn't know still doesn't lead me to any like whether she would enjoy the content that i'm making now but if if you ever want to hit her where it hurts you just go to her favorite stores apparently just, <laughs> <laughs> like oh she got that from lululemon i know exactly where to find that bitch <laughs> who gave me bad well, now i have style advice. now i have style envy all the time because of goddamn tiktok and i just they just see so many cool, stylish people all the time. Mm-hmm. I'm like, wow, you look great. You look so good. You Here ever, I am in my sweatpants. You ever follow this guy named, uh, I believe his name is like Wizzed <gasps> Nate? Wizzed yeah. A- that dude motherfucking got some style, dude, man. Dude, he always looks so good. His style is intimidating because I'm yeah. like, because he, cause he makes it, he literally points out that it's so easy to do. He's like, oh yeah, I got this from like the thrift stores and da 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 da. But I'm just like, bro, it's so easy. But, like, it's so hard because I walk into a thrift store thinking I'm about to come out looking like him. I just got a bunch of random shit that don't match, <laughs> that, like, don't look good on me. And I'm just like, how the fuck does he do it? It's a skill. Like, no, he, he looks is, amazing. He looks dope. Like, And, dude, fashion yeah. TikTok, sometimes, I've seen them get, like, gifts from companies. Like, thousands yeah. of dollars of clothes. Yep. Oh, man. That's like, weird. I love comic books, but I could get the most expensive box of comic books. I was this close <laughs> to saying we're in the wrong side of TikTok, but I, I like our side of TikTok. I, I like it's, it. It's fun. You know? It's fun like, where we're at. And I'm learning. I'm learning. My last couple red carpet looks have been pretty you on point. You have been looking great. Right? You have, you you're know? like, pretty soon you're going to be getting the, like, Yves Saint Laurent is going to be like, excuse me, Mr. Goof. I'm be Can like, we hey. say- I'm be like, hey, can you give me something that looks like. Tom Holland's Peter Parker. You know what, Betty? Get, <laughs> give me something that looks like Tobey Maguire's Peter Parker. Don't make it stylish. You know, people kept telling me that I look like Doc Ock at the Eternals premiere. Oh, because of the glasses. Because of the glasses. <laughs> but then there's also the color scheme, too. And I was just like, yeah. motherfucker, I wore the wrong thing to the premiere. Like, I am. So, and then I told Star, because, like, I was trying to pull a Tiffany Haddish and was like, hey, I paid all this money for the outfit. I'm going to wear this outfit to every, like, big <laughs> award show ever. And she looked at me and she said, like, you can't, you're not going to do that. Like, don't do that. I'm like, come on, it's just one. Like, it's Doc Ock. It's Doc Ock. At the, if I go, if I, God willing, knock on wood, if I go to the No Way Home premiere, it needs to be in that Doc Ock outfit. Yeah, I'm pointing I mean, it out yeah. now, y'all. I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to argue that point. That seems, that's a solid point. Yeah. See, see, speaking of, speaking of cosplay, dressing up and everything, you know, Halloween is at, is in what two three days it's literally uh, like yeah it's so right soon. around the corner yeah so it's the 28th right now so do the math three it's three days 
I hate doing math in my head, but it, it's cool. Super excited because uh, I don't know if you have your costume yet. I don't at all. <laughs> like I, I literally, I spent the entire month and and half of last month going like, "Ooh, I want to be this character. I want to be this character." But I didn't have any money. Um, and then yeah. I finally got some money, and it's literally the middle of fucking October. And every costume that you try to order on Amazon, you won't see until fucking November. And I'm just yeah. like, you, not you, me, <laughs> Juju, you fucker. Like, and my wife's got her outfit. My daughter's got her outfit. And I'm just like, what are they going to be? What am I going to be? Like, I'm like, I don't know. Like, I don't know what I'm going to be. And I'm just. Well, you can pull something out. I mean, homemade costumes are sometimes the best. I'm not here's here's the thing, Megan. This is why I'm not a cosplayer because I don't like the work of like <laughs> putting together and figuring well, okay. out what I gotta get. I can't do it. It's, you could probably pull together a pretty sick like Scott Pilgrim costume just from stuff in your closet. Oh yeah, you're right. But black Scott Pilgrim though? I mean like, I could see it working. Look, okay, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I just got it. I th- oh my god, you just helped me get it. Okay, so you know how <laughs> you know how like Scott Pilgrim has his like nega Scott? Yes. And there's a joke where it sounds very much like the word nigga Scott. <laughs> and so I could be nigga Scott. <laughs> I mean, you could. <laughs> I could be nigga Scott. Like, I'm dead. So- oh, wow. I think we just cracked some. I mean, this could, yeah, this could be very cool. This could be very oh, cool. My DoorDash is calling me. Hold on, guys. Okay, all uh, right. But yes. So, yeah, I think nigga Scott. <laughs> That's where. <laughs> <laughs> that's where we were <laughs> i mean i really do i mean i I'm, i think you could pull out stuff from your closet and make that custom work that'd be that would be super cool exactly you don't have a guitar do you i don't actually i do i, I have a guitar hero guitar oh hey that could work i, guitar, I, mean, does he, guitar. I don't know if he carries one at that time but i, I just like associate I guess scott pilgrim plays bass maybe but um it's he still, has a sword you know. he has yeah, a sword right the sword that's of true. love the power yeah. of love and self-respect yeah, I, I don't have a sword, but I can find one. I can yeah. just go to a spirit Halloween and, you know, get a sword and whatnot. Yeah. Like, that'll be, be cool. Yeah, I think Nigga Scott's going to be my costume. <laughs> Thank you. I'm what so are you going to be? Uh, I, I mean, so I was like, originally I was like, oh, what cool characters could I be? But I, you know, I don't know. I have been really lazy about Halloween recently, especially because like, I don't like mm-hmm. where I live, like nothing's going on or anything. Um, but my son was really excited. He really, he really wants to be a witch. It's, it's all he's been uh, able to focus on. I, right. I get the feeling that he's mentioned it once or twice where I think he's, I think Peppa Pig was a witch. And like, <laughs> yeah. so he got it in his head that he should be a witch. And so, um, yeah, he, he just got his witch costume today and he loves it so much. And he wanted me to be a witch with him. So I, I got to dress in a little, I got the cutest witch hat too. So I'm very yeah, excited yeah. for us to be little witches together. Okay, okay, double witches. What about what about uh Freddy? What about what's what's he gonna do? Uh, he he wanted to join in. Remy wanted. I suggested it to Remy, and he really ran with it. Where I was like, well, why don't why doesn't your dad be a frog? Because like witches have frogs, <laughs> and Freddy Freddy hates frogs. Oh, um, come and on. Remy really thought the idea was fun and ran with it. But um, Freddy was like, no. <laughs> so um, Freddy's Freddy's gonna be like a wizard. He's gonna have like a okay. little uh, hat and a little cape. He's gonna like be the, like a wizard with like the whole Gandalf thing going on and whatnot. Yeah, like, he, he was okay. like, "Should I wear a beard?" I was like, "I don't think you need to wear a beard, but if you want to get one." Honestly, all great wizards have a beard, you know, that's, that's or true. or very weirdly constructed facial hair, a la <laughs> Doctor Strange. You know, well, Freddy could handle that in that department. I could definitely. I mean, maybe it's a little too late. Three days. I'm not sure what we could manage in the facial hair department, but he could have. He is like, yeah, he's got. He's good with facial hair. 
Yeah, see, or you could just you know buy yourself a beard or get a mop, just tie it with just some... use some eyeliner and just draw him like a little French curly mustache. You know, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? He will be just... a wizard. <laughs> get the full wizard thing going on. So <laughs> let's talk about what we came here to talk about because, yes. like, like we said, it is Halloween, and so we've been talking about some of our favorite horror films. I feel like on our personal accounts and things of that sort, and watching horror. Like I just watched last night in Soho last night. And so jealous. I cannot wait to see that movie. Be jealous. I loved it. I loved I liked it a lot. I liked it a lot. It's it's not a perfect Edgar Wright film, I may say, because like after a while you get used to his other like movies and there's a style there and he brings yeah. he brings his personality to it, but it's not like necessary. it's it will be hard to kind of like say, Oh yeah, Shaun of the Dead, Scott Pilgrim, Last Night in Soho. It's clearly an outlier. Uh-huh. But slapping ass soundtrack edgar wright knows how to fucking put together a soundtrack and he is a fucking wizard at practical effects and visuals and shit like i was surprised at how yeah. little cgi was in that movie so well, for baby Driver, i highly recommend it, was the it. Same. they like did mm-hmm. like almost all practical like he with the car fights uh, car chases car fights car fights <laughs> the cars, the cars are fighting like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> they're just like like rubbing the hoods the grills are just like rubbing up against each other like ha ha this is better than Fast and Furious. <laughs> you know, now I'm intrigued. Now I want to see like that movie. I, I kind of. But I mean, <laughs> Cars Four. For, there's always Cars, cars yeah, Four. Yeah, so. yeah, Cars Four. Uh, Legend of Zorro. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be great. But no, what I what I'm hoping for with Last Night in Soho is um, like a Crimson Peak type situation where like. Okay. So I don't think that Crimson Peak is anywhere near Guillermo del Toro's best movie. And like, mm-hmm. you know, when you watch like uh, Pan's Labyrinth and The Shape of Water, it's like this beautiful, like melancholy, very serious, very introspective. And I feel like Crimson Peak is a very like it's just a, it's a simple this story. That's what I always tell right. people all the time. It's like it's not complicated. It's very like there are people when people are like, oh, it's predictable. I'm like, yeah, I mean, it's a simple ghost story. It's right. just told really beautifully and really well. And that's kind of what I'm hoping for, uh, that mm-hmm. I get the same vibes from with One Night in Soho, that it's just, yeah. like, clearly a genre piece that is done really fun and beautifully. Um, yeah. And so that's, yeah, that's, that's like, my expectation slash hope for when I see the movie. Yeah, it's definitely, it's definitely fun, which, like, it's weird to say that this horror film was, like, fun. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, mm-hmm. like Scream is a fun horror film because it yes. plays with tropes and things of that sort. But then you look at Last Night in Soho, it, it, it's, pre- it's not straightforward. The, the the premise makes you want to know more because for those of you guys who don't know the premise is about this girl named, uh, who goes to London to be a fashion designer. She's in school and then she starts to mysteriously travel back through time into 1960s London where she uh, begins to witness this wannabe singer played by Ian Taylor-Joy and, you know... It, shit starts to go down it's like you know you see her trying to be a it's it's a weird i I don't want to spoil anything but it's just her kind of like gaining confidence from seeing this character in the 60s and that inspires her you know and it's just a fun type of time travel movie but then when sinister shit starts to go down you're just kind of like oh wait a minute like ooh. but yeah so last night in soho i highly recommend it it's really cool uh on taylor joy smashes it uh tom thomason mckenzie i believe her name is or mckenzie yeah. thomason she's awesome in it as well and uh matt smith is also really good in it like Dude, yeah matt, he's always great 
Matt Smith, man, like he's my favorite doctor. And I'm just happy to see him like breaking out with that mainstream success between the crown and this. I'm just I know, like I feel so bad because he's he's like one of the main selling points of that Game of Thrones spinoff. But of Thrones, I seriously but I don't nobody cares. I'm not I, I and I honestly just like I don't like I see people talking about it and stuff and like talking about how problematic games of Game of Thrones end up being. Mm. And I'm just like I just don't really like feel like supporting those creators anymore like it's not like i think that they need to be like canceled i hate that terminology Mm. or like they're like super like unforgivingly problematic i'm just like eh. i mean they also had that idea those two white guys to have the idea of the alternate reality where the (laughs) south won the war and it's like what kind of story are you telling here like yeah yeah it's just it's just weird you know and like the chronic <laughs> bad treatment of women in the show i'm just like eh, i don't know like i already hated the ending and i'm like i just i don't know that i want to dive back down that rabbit hole yeah a lot of stuff got exposed with those guys didn't it <laughs> like I mean, they, towards you know, the they end they seem like they seem like harmless oblivious white guys you know yeah. in the way that oblivious white guys are harmless only insofar as the like they, they don't know the ways that they perpetuate like harm you know like true it's like, true 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 I, that doesn't make them bad people i just yeah. you know i'd rather <laughs> i'd rather like you know i'd much rather <laughs> get interested in other stuff by other people you know what i mean like totally understandable totally not, understandable i get it <laughs> but it, i mean i'm sure matt smith is going to be good in it like he is in everything matt smith is always like i i get surprised at how good he is because when i see him i imagine him just like 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 I don't know, falling over himself, like a like a like a lost cat, <laughs> like a baby giraffe, like a bit like a baby giraffe, like that's how his doctor is. He just always like, oh hello, how how's it, how's it going there? You should. I don't know if you follow Midwest Avenger on TikTok. Uh, David, he's awesome, but he does a killer Matt Smith from impersonation. It oh, is really? so great. He does the hand things and everything. <laughs> Me and him literally quoted. You were there. We were at yeah, the show yeah. and we quoted like a like Doctor Who for like ten straight minutes nonstop. <laughs> So that love that guy. Uh, but yeah, so um, yeah, last night. So we talked about a lot of our favorite like horror films, but I want to know, like, what are your like go to Halloween films? And it doesn't even have to be like full on horror. It could be like even just fun Halloween films. But what yeah. are your go to's? So like, I actually prefer like fun Halloween movies. Like I'm a mm-hmm. huge horror fan and I watch horror year round. Like I definitely yeah. get in the mood to watch specific horror movies around Halloween. But to me, like Halloween movies are like fun like i really i really love clue and i love watching Mm. it around halloween it just always like a lot of people associate like rocky horror picture with halloween but to me clue is like the definitive tim curry halloween movie yeah um i just love the zaniness of it and like the drama it feels like a halloween murder mystery party you know yeah 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 i just i love it so much um but I mean, I also love like I obviously I watched Shaun of the Dead just like last night. Of course, yeah. Um, it's the best. Scream and Scream Four are like essentials for me in Halloween. Mm. Mm. Um, I don't actually watch the movie Halloween usually, and it's not it's not who, one that I care honestly, that much about. Honestly, who does? Like I mean, like, I, I, mean, I, mean I know there's fans. I know there's fans of Halloween. Yeah. I I get it. But who watches Halloween on Halloween? Yeah. A lot of I mean, times when I hear people talk about Halloween, it's not on Halloween. That you ever realize like, that? 
I mean, I feel like there's horror fans, but I feel like the only time I hear people talking about the movie Halloween is around Halloween. I mean, I don't, mm-hmm. I don't know. I get a lot of shit from like horror fans because I will loudly be like, "Oh, I like horror. Horror is one of my favorite genres." And, and when I Halloween talk about like... horror, it's like not like '70s slasher or even '80s mm-hmm. um, like classic movies. And so I get people that's like, "When are you going to talk about like real horror movies?" I'm like, "Okay, I yeah, I'm sorry. I like modern stuff more than the classics." I you know like the bad. art house shit? Like you like. <laughs> that fucking shit i bet you like midsummer i bet you like fucking hereditary yeah. that ari aster fucking bitch like that's i bet you that's what they <laughs> you like I mean, the ari aster asshole I, I get tons of people that are like you know like you know last house on the left texas chainsaw massacre like mm. all of the like classics and i'm like yeah those are fine it's just i prefer and i know that this is gonna sound snobby because i understand that like I was actually just talking about this with my cousin, who is a much bigger, like, horror knowledgeable right. person than me. I was going to say horror snob, but I don't mean that derogatory. Um, right. But, yeah, she she knows more than me, a lot more. And she we were having a conversation about how, like, the commentary that, like, horror films were making back then and how they were just as nuanced and interesting mm-hmm. um, and how the invention of the slasher and stuff was a commentary on, like, social expectations of the time. Right. But I don't know. Maybe it's just because... That was like that was like base horror when I was growing up, and it feels like the genre has been subverted in so many new and interesting ways that it has mm-hmm. like more interesting things to say. I'm sure it's just the fact that this is the time that I'm growing up in, but like those films, like they have stale takes now. You know, it's yeah. like it's not it's not the same. It doesn't hit the same. So I yeah. don't know. I feel like film film the kind of film that's being made and the kind of commentary that film is making is very reflective of like the the generations and the people that are watching it and the time that's taking place in so of course i'm like more predisposed to like modern horror because it's speaking right. to issues that i like fundamentally relate to more you know yeah of course of course see i'm a dumb like moviegoer when it comes to horror like I, honestly i can pick up on things like the midsummers and the it follows <laughs> and i can pick up on the layers of like things like that but when it comes to slashers like i don't give a fuck about this <laughs> fucking inner workings of the societal norms or i want to see somebody <laughs> kill people i want to see <laughs> teens get mutilated for having sex when they're not supposed to like i want to see cock blocking serial killers like literally in the bushes like fuck these kids and their hormones <laughs> and just showing up and just stabbing them like all over the place i like that type of stuff like i i ran across this new slasher called um there's someone in, inside your house and it's it's a Netflix original, and it's it was pretty good. It was it's obviously heavily inspired by Scream, heavily inspired by Scream, and it's about this uh, killer who reveals the deepest darkest secrets of his victims right before Ooh. he murders them, and he also wears a mask that looks like their face right before he kills them as well. well so that sounds like, pretty fucked up. It's pretty fucked up. Like imagine <laughs> imagine like imagine like you go to sleep, you wake up, your phone's not there. And you're walking across the house and there's a photo of like your worst memory of you doing some fucked up shit, just trailing into the bathroom. And then here comes a killer wearing your face like, I'm gonna murder you. Look into <laughs> your eyes as I murder you. You know, like this is what you've done. So it's it's interesting of that point. It falls apart like towards the middle. But again, I like the drama of like, ooh, what did you do that makes you get murdered? Like, there's a, I'm, I'm gonna get into spoiler territory now, but give me a second. My hot dog person is calling me. All right, go get your, go get your hot dog. I'm leaving it in suspense really quick. <laughs> yeah, so like I said, it does fall out, like fall apart towards the end, and it is just kind of like, but again, it's still super cool. There's a scene where, um, 
uh, I'll, I'll probably spoil it. There's a scene where one of the victims is like, she's like the good Christian kind of like girl, and she's like class president. He's like, oh, yeah, I'm so pussy. Da, da, da. And then she's in church, mind you, and turns out she has a secret podcast where she's talking about the great white race and how it's and how <laughs> white people are just genetically smarter than others it's just a scientific fact wow and the that killer, is horrifying and this is in church and the killer starts playing it out loud in church right before he murders <laughs> <laughs> and i'm just like yes this is the good. type of this, it's like it's like one of those like things where you just kind of like yeah you, you kind of deserve it like yeah you kind of yeah. need to go you know not that i'm saying that people who have who need who have those thoughts need to who are running podcasts with that type of shit need to die nobody needs to die but but like it made it easier it made it easier to see her go yeah it made, I mean, it made like, her death like okay i'm not gonna i mean people you know people die every day i'm not i'm not gonna cry it, about a racist you know what it, i mean ex- like, exactly people like, die every day people die every day <laughs> you know and this murder is murdering everybody so yeah, yeah. you're gonna murder anybody Exactly. Why? Why not racists? You know. You know. <laughs> like, you're over here. You're over here talking about how Hitler was like a swell guy. You know. Maybe yeah, that person got it. Yeah. You know. Just and not, not. Not. Not really feeling really sympathetic towards towards the, the that type. Mm mm. Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> uh. Yeah. I mean, I there's a lot of horror movies like that that I feel like they're fun but very silly and i feel like leaning into the silly silliness can be very helpful um like i only watched the first fear street on netflix i do want to watch the others um and i liked it but i was like this is very like it's sillier than i usually like my horror it's (laughs) silly as fuck well the second one's my favorite by the way i love 1778 because it reminds me a lot of it reminds me a lot of uh, friday the 13th oh nice yeah heavily inspired by it plus i like the whole like camp setting in the 70s uh-huh. like I, I just like that whole thing plus yeah it deepens the lore and it's, it does some very interesting stuff it's the best one in my the lore in my was opinion. really interesting i'm not mm-hmm. gonna lie like i was very i was like oh, i want to know what this story is and i think that's what 1666 is about right yeah it's like the origin but it's not my favorite like eh, by yeah. any means it's, it's probably my least favorite 1778 you get deeper into the lore you learn so much about just like that world that you're in Mm-hmm. And plus the kit like the kills aren't interesting at all. Like I felt like I thought I think the kills in 1994 was way more interesting. Uh-huh. You know, he puts this girl through a fucking breadwinner. Like it's yeah. like what the fuck? Like wow, like that's inventive here. Well, plus what I really liked about 94 was like like the scream type opening where like yes, they yes. they just took the the girl out at the beginning and I was like, "Oh, I thought she was going to be like a main." Right. And I was and like, I "Okay, love this- her. Yeah, yeah, she's great." Um but no, yeah. I think that there should be more like witchy movies. I like yes. that is another full like <laughs> Halloween genre that I like watching, and not even necessarily yeah. scary. Like I, lo- I, I will forever watch Practical Magic. That movie is like okay. such a big part of my childhood. Never watched it. But Sandra I hear Bullock it's great. and Nicole Kidman as like witchy sisters in the nineties. It's like it's it's perfect. That sounds cool. It's it's so much fun. It's so see, much fun. See, now we're getting into it because like when it comes to like my favorite movies to watch during Halloween. Uh-huh. Never, never serious. It's never serious. Uh, Scooby-Doo on Zombie okay. Island. Yep. Scooby-Doo on Zombie Island is a much-watched during, must-watch during Halloween. It's fantastic. I don't know if you've seen it. Yep. Oh, absolutely, I have. Scary as shit, but it's yeah. still, like, it's the, it's the Scooby goofiness that, like, I love. And <laughs> well, then... sometimes Scooby-Doo, sometimes Scooby-Doo has gotten really scary. Like, there have been yeah. times I've been like, oof. 
Yeah, I was just about to say. So Scooby Doo on Zombie Island, Scooby Doo and the Witch's Ghost is also a very scary one as well. That one I don't think I've seen. That one was a like right. It was the one that came out right after Zombie Island. Uh-huh. And that shit was creepy. Like it was like it was. They go to this town. It's a very Salem like town, and there's like a witch's ghost that's like cursing everything. Mm-hmm. And it has like that same zombie island reveal where you think the zombies are the bad guys, but turns out somebody else is the real bad guy. Uh-huh. And you're just like, oh shit! And it's not even like one of those like, oh yeah, I'm just a witch who has like crystals and shit. Like no, she's powerful as fuck. And it's like, how are you gonna? It was. It really got to the point where it was like. How are you going to defeat this villain? Because she's a fucking powerful ass witch. Like she, yeah. it's crazy, and it also has one of the best songs that people have forgot about. That's now making the rounds on TikTok. I'm a hex girl, and I'm gonna put a spell on you. Gonna put a spell on you. Like I was so happy when that came across my FYP. I was like, fuck yes. I'm so Let's happy that you it. just serenaded us like that. That was wonderful. I had I had to do it for him. I had to I had to do it for him. People need to know about the hex girls, man. I'm telling I mean, you. yeah. Yeah. But no, witches, Halloween witches Town are, is also I mean, a banger. Halloween Town's awesome. Everybody, I mean, everybody loves Hocus Pocus. Hocus Pocus is the shit. Um, yep. The craft, the craft is a really good one. I haven't seen the craft. You haven't? You gotta I, I, watch it. I hear it's great. I'm a big fan of like those like not like the '90s campy like horror comedy. Like obviously mm. like the craft and Scream and like Heather's. Mm. Um, mm. Like I, I I'm a huge fan of that genre. <laughs> mm. I need that. I need I need that type of genre in my life. Like it's so much fun. It's literally just like so much fun. Like it's the the fashion of the time was really used, especially in these movies, to like illustrate the the tropes that these characters are playing to like great 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 effect. Right. right. Um. And it's just yeah. It's there's it's fun, but they also like they really do get surprisingly dark. Like the craft gets dark. Does it? Uh, yeah. What's the, yeah. What's the, I don't mind spoilers. What is the darkest shit? Spoiler alert. Um, what is the um, darkest shit that happens? I mean, murder. There's a lot. Of, <laughs> there's a lot of murder. Murder. Um, for so like, one. The reason. The reason why it's so like it, dark is because these movies, unlike like slashers, like the the real horror of a lot of these movies is like the relationships and the craft mm-hmm. is so interesting because it's this group of girls um who are teenage girls and a lot of them are like outcasts and they all deal with like a, a myriad of just like fucked up issues one of mm-hmm. the main issues is there is a black girl in the group and like there's this girl who's being flat out racist to her constantly and like Jesus. when she gets her so like these girls like once they get their witch powers they like start um exacting revenge on people a little bit and it starts mm. out harmless enough like um the with a black girl she like makes this racist girl who's played mm-hmm. by what's her name um ben stiller's wife she's hilarious ben stiller's like wife still today yeah yeah she's like she's his love interest in zoolander i can't remember what her name is she's also oh uh oh fuck yeah yeah she played like she's also uh, in dodgeball right yeah and she was in like the new version of the brady bunch she played Marsha. Mm-hmm. yeah i can't remember her name but... yeah i can't remember her name either i think it starts with an m but <laughs> we have Google. We have Google. <laughs> we do. Um, but yeah, so like she like she like makes her like go bald. And it's like really it's like this traumatic like locker room scene. It's very like Carrie-esque. Like right. and she like feels guilty about it, but she shouldn't because like literally this bitch was like a racist bully. It was horrible. <laughs> and all she did was lose her hair. Like but yeah. like then some of the other witches are like like the main witch. She's like yeah. she's kind of she's kind of crazy. Right. Uh, 
<laughs> she she like literally she kills somebody. Um, so you know, it's like it's you like... know, it's a whole thing, and it's like they're trying to like wrestle with their like conscious, like how how right. they their the morality of it all. They're like, we can't keep doing this, like you know. Mm-hmm. But she's like, fuck that. We got power now. We should use it. Like the world's unfair. Um, so mm-hmm. it's 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 awesome. It's terrifying and awesome. Um, and all of the performances. Reminds me a lot of Chronicle. Reminds me a lot of Chronicle. It is. You know what? It is a lot like Chronicle. Honestly, mm-hmm. it really is. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's 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 an awesome movie. It's like very. It's peak nineties. It's great. I, okay. I love it. I, and I honestly, I need to watch it again because um, it's been a couple of years since I've watched it now. But okay, well, you know another movie that has to like do with because that sounds fantastic, and I'm like I it's like good. I, I like a good like witchy movie where it's like oh shit like they can really like fuck some shit up. Um, the witches is also like in that. Have you seen the, the witches? witches? I, it's, oh, it's based on oh, the Roald Dahl one. Mm-hmm. I've seen the I haven't seen the new one, but I've I've seen the old one with Angela Houston. I like the new one. It had potential, but it just especially you know yeah. chris rock it was a big like <laughs> hand in it and it's kind of like having chris rock narrate just took me out mm, yeah you it's know, hard it, too it's hard to compete because the that original like angelica houston is some is a hard person to try to follow mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> she's I not mean, i mean Anne hathaway does her best she does her best but and in some instances she is very creepy but the cgi just kills it uh, yeah, the, CG, the thing the thing that makes the witches so terrifying is the practical effects. Like when the kid turns yeah. into a rat, when the kid turns into a rat, that shit is fucking horrifying. And it then, really is. And then I rewatched the original very recently, and the scene where all the witches are congregating, yeah, and they take off their disguises. Ugh. First off, the makeup is all on point. Like it's so it fantastic. But it's the sorry guys, I'm eating a hot dog while talking. <laughs> <laughs> but but uh it's i noticed i noticed and i don't know if they did this to make them seem even uglier there are a bunch of men who are extras in that crowd of witches oh really there's a but like if you watch it there are a lot of men like i just so happened to pause it to do something else and there's a ton of men in that crowd not even trying to hide it i was just like whoa like because i've heard like oh these some ugly witches is because they're dudes in <laughs> granny outfits and ugly ass makeup I wonder, I feel like I remember them having, like, male witches there, but I honestly don't remember. It's been forever since. No, I don't think, there's no male witches, but there's, like, male workers in the, um, in the hotel, you know. Okay, all right. But the thing about that movie is, like, it, it, that introduced me to a no, a, like, a no, it's not a no-win situation, but it was, it was one of those endings that I didn't expect, because the kids stay rats the entire time they stay rats and i was like as a kid i'm like oh are they ever gonna turn back and my grandmother just looked at me and said no (laughs) they didn't listen to their grandma so they get to be rats their whole life i was like well the way Roald Dahl writes it like i remember the ending of the book feeling like kind of happy like they get Mm -hmm. they go and like live like they don't have to go to school anymore and as a kid i was like oh yeah that's kind of that's kind of cool but then like looking back on it i'm like oh that's actually pretty fucking horrifying (laughs) You know what got me was like, because this wasn't in the uh, ending of the original. The ending of the new one is Chris Rock is an old rat. <laughs> it's Chris Rock is an old rat. <laughs> and he's like basically gathering all these other, like he's gathering all these other children to like basically form an army against the witches. And so like he had, you had this little fucking rat just like, we're going to go to every, it's the Chris Rock. Like, we're going to go to every town and we're going to get those witches. And you're just like. <laughs> 
This is so weird. It's so I don't even know what to and call that it. also I don't know. That feels like maybe like they were like, well, maybe we can get a sequel out of this. Like it feels <sighs> like <laughs> maybe, maybe it's not happening. Yeah. It's not happening. Yeah. But the witches still the original witches is like a fantastic like Halloween. It flick. is. Yeah. Um, can we talk about Halloween Town really quick? Yeah, because it's been like fucking years since I've watched Halloween Town. Look, I watch Halloween Town like at least once a year, once or twice a year. <laughs> Like, even when it's not Halloween, I watch it, like, once or twice a year. And my favorite, my favorite one is Halloween Town 2. Uh-huh. Now, I love Halloween Town 1. I think Halloween Town 1 is better in the sense that it's called Halloween Town. So, when they go to Halloween Town, you're exploring the town of Halloween. Like, you see a ghost. You see werewolves. Like, there's the bones. There's the driver who's just a skeleton. Like, there's just so much. And then Calabar is such a great villain. But Halloween 2, that shit was fucking balls like it was amazing like they you have calabar's son who's like super fucking handsome who the actress who played marnie ended up marrying by the way i don't know if you see her they're married in real life and they like didn't get together for like much later right exactly it was like further down the line so it's like one of the you could tell he was like oh i'm feeling her but i don't know if i should get at her or not on set i'm just wait a couple months real quick (laughs) but so you have that but here's the thing he had the he had the best plan he was always one step ahead. He was so great as a villain and so, like, on point that the writers were like just like, fuck, this guy is too damn good. They wrote him so damn good that they had to have him be defeated with fucking love. Like, he had to be defeated with fucking love. It's so and cute, it, though. It, I love the cute. cheesy shit like that. It's cute, but this... This mother... This motherfucker, man. Like, he came <laughs> in every time he had the swagger... He came in with the swagger. He was like, I know this girl feeling me. I know this girl feeling me. So <laughs> I, I could, he literally said, I can go in and get the book of spells if any time that I want, but I wanted you to show it to me because that was fun. It's like, I bro, mean, how much dangerous, of a savage? David, dangerous boyfriends is like a serious horror trope. And Ooh. I love it. I love it. It's like, don't, don't trust your boyfriends, teenage girls. <laughs> I'm just, and on the first night too like if you really think about it like me watching as an adult i was like bro you didn't even take him to you took him to your bedroom on the first night first minute of meeting him you said you want to go to the bed first minute <laughs> two seconds later you said let's go to grandma's be- bedroom <laughs> like, you crazy marty she was she was she invested. was down she <laughs> was she was hey you want to see not not only do you want to see my grandma's bedroom you want to see her magic bedroom i was like Girl, you not take, only giving it up, you giving it all up. Take like, a breath. Like let's 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 compose ourselves. Come on. I don't even think he said anything when he walked in too. He just gave her the look, and she was just like, "Yo, I'm gonna just risk all this struck. shit. <laughs> I'm gonna risk all this shit." And he didn't even like he didn't even like ease into the fact that he was the bad guy. It wasn't no grand reveal. <laughs> he literally just showed up. It was like, "Oh yeah, I took your shit." Like. <laughs> <laughs> swagger you got swagger you know he what was mean? so you don't he need was so, he was so in control that dude is so <laughs> fucking unbelievable i always thought he was just so fucking smooth and then last thing i'm gonna say about it is like again he had the plan to turn all the humans into like monsters but he said i'm gonna take your mom and i'm gonna turn her into the scariest monster of your nightmares like like there was a guy who turned into a cowboy okay sure there was a person who turned into a cow all right whatever what the fuck was her mom? Like, her mom was, like, a combination between, like, Swamp Thing and the Green Goblin 
And it was, it was like, have you, do you remember what that looked like? Do you remember? No, what I don't. I'm going to Google it now. Google it now because I remember specifically like not being able to sleep for weeks after watching a Halloween Town movie because of that fucking mother. It was fucking, yeah, I got to look this up again too. I got to remind myself of this fucking horror. Disney Channel original movies between that, Don't Look Under the Bed, they had some scary fucking monsters. They really did. Oh, yeah. You, you is, see it? Yeah, she looks like a zombie witch like type situation and the eyes the eyes are really the, the eyes it's the eyes and like when you look at the mask the mask like okay it looks kind of scary it looks it literally looks like a discount green goblin mask yeah but when she transformed i was like wait a minute yeah they they did not have to go that hard on the special effects of the tv the tv kids halloween movie yeah it's see oh my god i'm looking at it right now i just found it y'all in this shit yeah yeah it's not and like the mullet doesn't help <laughs> like, like, the mullet does not it de- right right it's, it's the just mullet. the terror it's, it's the like mullet. if you're willing to do that to yourself what are you gonna do to me <laughs> oh no yeah and like here's the thing like the mask is smiling this shit's not smiling this shit is like jeepers creepers Holy shit, it looks like but Even Scribbles. the mask freaks me out. Like, even just the mask before the transformation, I'm like, I don't like the look of that. And the, and the fucked up part about it, like, it could have been bad because, like, what he did was stick the mask to her face, like, permanently, and she couldn't get it off. And that's scary enough, not being able to get a mask off your face that looks like that. Yeah. But then that transformation just even made it even more worse. But Google literally has like a transformation GIF, and yeah, yeah, it's terrifying. No, is there a GIF? Mm-hmm. Oh, no. I, I'm scared. I'm, I'm going to see it. But I'm afraid <laughs> this is gonna bring this is gonna bring up a lot of trauma from from that shit, and I'm not I'm not looking face forward your, to it. Face your fears. Face your fears. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! Okay, okay. I'm sorry. No, it's freaky. It's freaky. That is some freaky. Oh my! Ooh, it's like the it's like the like you can okay. hear it. You can hear it. Oh Jesus Christ! Anyway, anyway. Okay, let me let me ask you this because this is a movie that is it was a huge part of my childhood and i like it's not it's not a i don't i don't know if other people know about it okay um mm-hmm. the halloween tree are you familiar i am not okay yeah this is like a not. made for tv movie um okay. and apparently like i'm on its wikipedia right now um okay. so it's a hanna barbera animated production okay okay yeah um and apparently it's based on, it's based on a Ray Bradbury novel? <laughs> the fuck? Okay. <laughs> Which I'm learning for the first time just now. Um, but it's literally about a kids who go trick-or-treating and they like travel through time. It's like it's like almost if you mix like a Christmas story with Halloween. Like they're like traveling through time to like yeah. learn lessons, but they're just a bunch of kids. And it's like Oh, okay. Genuinely scary. And I think that like oh yeah, they go to the places like that their costumes are based off of. Mm-hmm. So, like, one of them is a mummy, and they, they go to, like, ancient Egypt, I think. <laughs> okay. um, literally, one of them is a skeleton, and they do, like, a Day of the Dead thing. Mm-hmm. But it's it's literally... Oh, my God, yeah. See, I'm reading it now. It's, like, one of them... They go to Pip's house, because Pip is supposed to go trick-or-treating with them. They're, like, this group of, like, three little boys, mm-hmm. uh, and they can't start without him. But they go to his house, and there's a fucking ambulance there, and the ambulance takes their friend to the hospital. So, it, like, starts off with, like, what? a healthy dose of childhood trauma, you know? What? Just, yeah. <laughs> and uh, I really am hoping that this kid doesn't die at the end. I haven't watched <laughs> this movie in so long, and I'm, like, reading through it. Am I going to start crying? Like... <laughs> Somebody but yeah, there's there is this terrifying dude who's like this like Halloween guy and he's like yeah. bald and has like 
pointy features. He's like terrifying. Okay. Um, he looks like a skeleton slash like the crypt keeper. Um, okay. Except like the dude from Cow- like Courage the Cowardly Dog, the naughty yes. guy. Yes. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's and he's genuinely scary. And he's like, oh hey, I'm gonna like wish you away. Um, it's <laughs> it's really it's really terrifying. Oh my god, I just found him. Oh whoa. Yeah. There, it's weird. It's so weird. And honestly, I don't even remember what the point of the movie is. All I remember <laughs> is like these kids going, like just being traumatized and being like, what the fuck? Um, but yeah, like it's, I don't know. If anybody knows this movie and you watched it as a kid on VHS repeatedly like me, um, shout out to you and our, tra- our shared trauma. Yeah, this, this, I'm looking at, I'm looking at that guy you were just talking about. And he's like, like, it looks like he's singing in front of a little girl. And that's just a, that visual is just all bad. Like it's, it's just it. His nose is so pointy. Weird. Jesus, that's the. Yeah. Po- his nose goes past his chin. Yeah. Like that's oh, that's awful. Uh, you know what I really miss during Halloween time, ta- like Halloween season though. What is like being a kid watching TV and like getting the special Halloween episodes of your favorite cartoons. Like yes. Like one of my favorite favorite all time Halloween episodes, and I'm so happy that I have this on um. I'm so happy that I have this on a the complete series is Hey Arnold. And they've had tons and tons of like Halloween specific episodes. Like honestly, honestly, Hey Arnold's Halloween episodes can rival Treehouse of Horror, like Simpsons, like head up. And that they have oh my God, the one I'm with sorry. The- Shut up. <laughs> my cat is just meowing at me nonstop. Like, God, I don't know what she wants. She has food and water. She's like, Hey, <gasps> hey, love me. Fuck Halloween. Anyway. She's not even like trying to get pets. She's just being annoying. <laughs> like, so. Cats are great, but they also are so annoying. So everyone's a cat. Sorry. And I'm like, I'm like, you're. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so like, obviously, like I said, Hey Arnold has a ton of like Halloween episodes that are just legendary. Like the boy, the man in the boiler room is fucking terrifying. It's about this guy who used to work in the basement of the board of Arnold's boarding house. And then one day the boiler exploded and he like died, but his spirit still haunts the building. And the episode ends with like they go, they basically go down and they feel like they hurt him and like the whole boarding house gets in on it. Turns out it's like just some bum who lives there or some shit like that. So they all go back. Gerald goes to sleep. And uh, what happens is, is that they, they find the guy's glasses. And so the ghost goes up into this child's bedroom, snatches the glasses Gerald wakes up, looks up at this ghost who's literally staring down at him, like this ghostly figure staring down at him. And he's like rubbing his eyes like, what am I seeing? And the uh, ghost just says, uh, boo. And he like fucking goes through the wall and shit. It's like one of the scariest endings to a kid's show like ever. That is bold. Like that's a bold choice. It was very fucking the fact that like imagine like being a fucking they're in fourth grade, mind you. So imagine like waking up in the middle of the night and this fucking green ass ghost is just there just like, mm hmm. Yep, I'm real. And but the worst, not the worst, but the best hair on episode is the the headless cabbie. And the headless cabbie episode is fucking terrifying because not only does it take advantage of what you can and can't see. It's this whole episode about like, oh, Arnold's having a sleepover with his friends. And then Gerald tells the story of the headless cabbie. And the story goes that there was this uh, woman, there's this man who's like a cabbie and he finds this woman and like she's looking for her dog. And so she asks if she can get a ride to get the dog. And so she offers her scarf to the to the cabbie driver and they're in the middle of the park. It's like Central Park or whatever. 
and they hear the dog, but they can't see the dog. So she's telling the cabbie, I hear him. He's over there. Go faster. Go faster. Go faster. And the more, the faster he goes and the deeper they go into the park in the middle of the night, mind you, she's like maniacally like laughing, like screaming, like, there he is, my doggy. And the cabbie's driver's neck gets caught on a branch because he has her scarf and oh his God. head gets decapitated. This is what? a Hey Arnold episode. What the fuck? His head gets decapitated because of the scarf. And then she's maniacally laughing as his decapitated body headless body is driving the cabbie so the kids say hey let's go to the park to get ice cream and so they're walking through the park and they're hearing things like dogs they're hearing the cobbling of the horse and the cabbie and then eventually it ends on like a really funny note where uh they find a headless person driving it and someone laughing in the back doing the maniacal laugh (laughs) turns out it's their local construction worker, Arnie, who's a short man. So it looks like he doesn't have a head. He's just oh. really short. And Mr. Wen, who's like one of the immigrants that he's like a Korean immigrant, I believe. Or I, I think he's Vietnamese or Korean. I Quote me on that. But um, he's he's driving. He's just doing a maniacal laugh because he loves the fact that he has a creepy laugh. So he's just practicing. Oh and God. so they take the kids to get ice cream. And then uh, the, you know, Ernie, he... You know, he's driving along the cabbie and he finds this woman. This is the end of the episode. He finds this woman and she says, hi, I'm looking for my dog. I can't seem to find him. Can you help me? And he says, oh, yes, of course. It's the same fucking woman from the story. And then it like the the camera pans to the moon and you can hear her say, it's very cold out. Would you like this scarf? And it's like, holy shit. This is a fucking kids show. And I that, mean, mm. yeah, that's that's some next level shit. I yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey Arnold was not fucking here to play games. Apparently not. <laughs> was Apparently not. not. Games. I'm I, telling you. I'm obsessed with the Bob's Burgers Halloween episodes. Do you watch Bob's Burgers? <sighs> I need to get into Bob's Burgers. Oh my god, you do. It's I hear so they have good. so many great episodes. It's so, honestly, I love Bob's Burgers so much. It's one of my like favorite mm-hmm. anime shows of all time. But their Halloween episodes are so good. It's it's like it's funny. Mm-hmm. not not so much scary but the all of the episodes um are like very close like a lot of times they do like close parodies of other things mm-hmm. um and the halloween episodes are always just hilarious like they're, they're right. literally like the kids are focused on trick-or-treating the kids are, the kids are the best um yeah. but yeah <laughs> i'm trying to remember the the one halloween episode that i love so much i mean honestly they do they do themed episodes for everything they also do like thanksgiving mm. episodes <laughs> oh yeah I, we talked about the thanksgiving episode yeah. that's what made me want to get into it because they did a whole ass studio ghibli total yes. reference yeah. i saw that and i was like yeah. holy shit bob's burgers is on that level like, oh my god yeah. literally it's so meta which is a word that's ruined for all of us now because of fucking mark zuckerberg it's facebook has officially been changed the name of the company is now meta god damn it mark zuckerberg thank you for ruining wait a minute wait a minute he really like Call, mm-hmm. Wait, he really changed the name of Facebook. So I think Facebook, the platform, is gonna mm. stay platform is gonna stay named Facebook. Yeah. But the company is rebranding because the company has like a lot of different assets or whatever yeah. you want to call it, including yeah. Facebook. So the company name is apparently now Meta because he believes in the metaverse. It's I don't even I haven't read a bunch about it, but it oh just sounds gosh. pretentious and annoying. Oh my gosh, this. This makes so much sense because somebody at my job kept saying metaverse and I'm just kind of like, you would. Now I'm just thinking to myself, you would say metaverse, of course. It's so fucking, yeah, it's a whole thing. Yeah, Wow, that's fucking awful. (laughs) But damn, anyway. But But yeah, yeah. oh my, 
Uh, Halloween media is awesome. I love the I love mm-hmm. the shows get into it. Um, I love yeah. parody stuff. Even like I I'm a huge Buffy the Vampire Slayer, and like that show is like already spooky. But yeah. the Halloween episodes, they like always made an effort to like make it Halloween themed, and they mm-hmm. did some really good episodes. See, I, I miss. I I need to get into Buffy, but like like you said, I, I love Halloween media so much. But I I wish I was just a kid again, so I could see like the special like the SpongeBob Halloween episode. Like remember where he like cut off all his sponge, and so he was just a brain. Oh my did god! You did you see no. that one? No. So that so the premise of that episode is like SpongeBob is always getting scared, and he's very easily scared. Like nobody takes him serious because he's fucking SpongeBob, and so he decides like I'm gonna be scary for once. And uh, Patrick decides to say, like, hey, like, why don't you be a ghost? But he looks like a fucking mattress because he's square. <laughs> so Patrick shaves him down to make make him round. And so uh, he's running around and he's actually, like, scaring people because he thinks it's an effective thing. So he gets to the Halloween party. He tries to scare everyone there. Doesn't succeed. And the Flying Dutchman actually shows in. And he's actually kind of a scary dude for a kid. Like, he's a little literal giant-ass ghost who's like, I'm going to take you all to Davy Jones's locker and, like, take your souls. But <laughs> the last thing he does before doing this, he's like, oh, let's just take off this fucking stupid-ass costume. He takes off SpongeBob's costume, and he bolts the fuck out of there because SpongeBob looks very scary. And then it's revealed that Patrick shaved down SpongeBob so much that he was only a stem and a brain with eyeballs oh my, and a mouth. Oh, my God. That is so, <laughs> so disturbing. It was very disturbing. It is so funny because Patrick is all like, Oh wow, you scared them all. It must be because of your pink hat. Spongebob was like, nah, that's not my hat. That's my brain. In fact, he's like, oh <laughs> he books it. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, so but I miss I miss episodes like that. Like yeah. shit. Again, I'm not gonna get way into it because I feel like I could talk about these episodes for days, but the cat dog Halloween episode sticks out well, for me as well. What's your favorite Treehouse of Horror Halloween episode? Oh, oh, this is this is easy for me. This one is the fucking Dolphins episode. Like it's it's the when Dol- the Dolphins Wait, what's the Dolphins episode? I don't even so, know if I know that one. So basically the Dolphins like I think I think it goes that Lisa tries to save like a dolphin and then the dolphins take over Springfield. Like it's legit like dolphin <laughs> like they take over like Springfield. Like the dolphin apocalypse. It's like the dolphin apocalypse <laughs> and they like legit like murder people and they're like biting what? people's arms off and shits like that. And, I don't think I've ever seen this one. Is it a newer one? Oh no, no. This was like back in like the early two thousands or something like that. Okay. This is when I was watching Simpsons on a weekly basis when it was like <laughs> hit it. Like this is my weekly Simpsons thing. And I remember specifically like there was a moment where it was like literally an army of dolphins an army of fucking like humans and <laughs> you know lisa lisa tries to like love like animals and like there's one dolphin with like a fucking like you know the the plastic like can thing oh, like, God, a, yeah. with the plastic on it and so she's all oh, you poor thing she takes the thing off immediately the dolphin bites her shit and she's like <laughs> what the fuck and she even, even now even lisa wants to smoke she's like what the fuck <laughs> and so uh, uh homer is leading the humans against the dolphins and it's this awesome like almost uh I'll just use Avengers in game type scene where there's like the humans on one side and the dolphins on the other and they're about to meet <laughs> in the middle. And and Homer is like, come on, guys, let's drive them back to the ocean. And then you just have all these characters like meet right before they meet in the middle. The very next scene are the humans in the ocean. <laughs> the dolphins have won. <laughs> And you have humans just like literally floating on flotation devices, just kind of like floating upside down like, wow, they really wanted it. <laughs> So that that is like my all time favorite treehouse horror one because it's just so random. It's just yeah. it's like it's like the birds, but it's yeah. dolphins. 
Yeah, so, and, and it's funny too because like, how scary can dolphins be? But like, apparently, apparently although they are really smart, so like, you know, uh-huh. there's that. Mm. No, my my favorite of two, and they're both really really old. I love like the first five years of Treehouse of Horror were so good. Um, but yeah, so the probably my f- absolute favorite is um, Bart with Mister where Mister Burns is like Dracula and he turns mm. Bart into a vampire. Yep, yep. I love that episode so much. Um, mm-hmm. I also really like the uh, like Homer makes a deal with the devil for a donut episode. And- <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yes. That's a classic. And yes. he goes on trial, and Ned, <laughs> Ned is the devil, uh, and then his punishment is to be a donut. To be yeah. a donut. <laughs> it's yeah. I mean, I just I love the I love those two. So like honestly, there's so yeah. many early episodes where I'm just like obsessed with early Treehouse of Horror. But I honestly yeah. I haven't seen a lot past. I've seen like, them recently. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, early two thousands is like when I stopped, and it wasn't it wasn't even like a good reason for why I stopped watching The Simpsons. I just like stopped, and it was just like you know. But I tried to keep up with the Treehouse of Horrors, but even even now, I'm just kind of like I need to see the new Treehouse of Horror, like Simpsons <laughs> episode, and I never watch it. Yeah. And I think I've maybe only caught like two in the last probably seven years or something like that. It's, it's just different now. It's like SNL. Like I don't know if SNL it's is SNL. ever it's like, yeah. gonna be what it was. You know, like yeah. It used yeah. to like early two thousands SNL, and you know, like like my dad would be like, "Oh, like no, like SNL in the eighties is the best." And yeah, like mm-hmm. there's like back when Chris Farley was on, like mm-hmm. um, David Spade, like there's yeah. there's some really good uh, good times back there, like Eddie Murphy, yeah, um, great performances. Dan Aykroyd, I mean, I could go on Dan Aykroyd, yeah, yeah, like, Gilda Radner, like all all of them. But like the the early two thousands and the late nineties, like back when we had like Amy Poehler and yes. Tina Fey and Will yes. Ferrell and Sherry yes. O'Terry. Like mm-hmm. there was, there was, it was there that there was a moment. It was like it was like lightning in a bottle, and yep. every episode was just so Hit. funny. Hit Bill Hader and those got man. Oh my god, like, yes, Shabon like, and those yeah. type of things. Like man, I'm telling. You. Like there was a like even like Leslie Jones too. I think like when yeah. Leslie Jones left, it just hasn't been the same. And like yeah. one of my favorite. Oh my god, like they'll they'll have some hitters, and it's always like on the backs of the guests. Yeah. And like and so like I remember chat when the last when Chadwick Boseman was on there and they were playing Black Jeopardy. Have you seen this one? Oh my god, the Black Jeopardy sketches are so funny. The Black Jeopardy sketches be having me crying, like <laughs> crying. And the fucking like T'Challa at answering the question of uh the potato salad just it's canon to me. It's canon to the MCU. It's canon. Like, oh, oh, uh this 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 woman, she's Caucasian, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So I think that she's caucasian she doesn't season her food <laughs> it's so good like honestly guys i'm not gonna say the whole thing because i don't want to spoil that at all please go to youtube right now google black jeopardy t'challa it's canon to the mcu i do not care it's fantastic but yeah, yeah. i mean tv i don't know tv's like then this is the thing too is i just feel like media is changing like i'm surprised that things like the simpsons and snl have been able to be successful as long as they have because it's just yeah. The t- like media, not even just like you know trends, but media as a whole is changing mm. the way that people, you know, consume it. So yeah, yeah. I mean, I, 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 lo- I, I will always love Treehouse of Horror. I don't know that I will ever be at a place again where I'm like, I need to, I need to be caught up on all, yeah. <laughs> all of the Treehouse of Horror. Well, let me tell you this though. Like, I think it was like somewhere around season twenty six through twenty eight. Simpsons was actually making a pretty big comeback in quality. 
Yeah, like I, it was I actually heard that. you know. So and I was just kind of like, oh well, I guess it took you like ten extra seasons to <laughs> come back. But what, you know, see, whatever. it was hard for me because when they introduced Futurama, Futurama, oh, yeah, Futurama is oh my god, Futurama, it's so good. And like Futurama mm-hmm. was, in my opinion, like every it was amazing start to finish and it's mm-hmm. it was so much shorter yep. you know like yep. a show yep. that's on the air for more than 30 years can't you know can't have sustain itself all the time unless you're at south park for some reason these guys those guys know how to do it like they've kept their finger on the pulse the whole time yeah it's yeah. really impressive yeah yeah but i will say this and then we gotta go because it is getting late and i yeah. for you mostly yes but uh the, did you watch the family guy futurama not family guy and simpsons crossover I didn't know. Okay. Complete shit compared to the Simpsons and Futurama crossover. Oh my God. But like, yeah. Like it's interesting. Like it's fun to see like Homer and you know, Peter and like the dichotomy between like the different shows and how family guy clearly bites off of, you know, Homer. There's even like a hilarious ass scene where uh, he compares Duff beer to Paul Tuckett ale. And he, and he's like, Oh, you're overweight. And like, you like beer and like, you're irresponsible. This guy bit my whole shit. Like, you know, <laughs> and then the thing was though, it just really felt like a family guy episode that tried to incorporate the Simpsons rather than a best of both worlds type of situation. Yeah, yeah. Because you have Homer doing what he wouldn't normally do. Like, like the, the vulgar, Family Guy humor just doesn't fit with the Simpsons all that well. Yeah. And plus, like, the, the iconic... have always been relatively wholesome. Like, I mean, honestly, yeah. it's yeah. ironic because they got a lot of shit for, like, being inappropriate. But it honestly, yeah. like, their family dynamics, other than, you know, like, the physical abuse. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, you know, you know, like, even that felt like a parody of itself, you know? Yeah. But the, like, thing, it... the, the thing about the Simpsons is, like... And it's funny that we're talking about this on the Halloween episode. But the thing about the, we'll, we'll probably say this for the bonus episode. Just like a little <laughs> clip that out. But the thing about The Simpsons is like, this is the best way to describe The Simpsons. Like when it comes to Homer and Peter. Peter is an irresponsible fucking jerk who clearly doesn't like his kids. Yeah. Homer is an irresponsible, like a, a well-meaning irresponsible jerk who yeah. clearly loves his family. Yeah. Like he clearly, like as much as he chokes Bart out, you can't say that Homer doesn't love that. Like the guy. Christmas episodes of Simpsons are a really good oh example. Oh my god, they're of that. so they're so like, wholesome they're so and so heartfelt. And like every mm-hmm. like every time Marge like wants when when Marge and Homer have marital issues, it's always genuinely so yeah. sad because yeah. Marge. It's like Peter and what's her name Louise Lois Lois in Family mm-hmm. Guy. Like they see they don't seem it's to toxic. like each other. It feels it's like toxic the, as fuck. the horrible sitcom trope of like oh like uh, hate my wife ha ha ha. Mm-hmm. But like genuinely like. Marge sometimes she loves Homer but like he's just so incompetent that she's like I don't think I can stay with you and even though like they they, honestly they're like they they give me the same vibes as like Morticia and um uh Gomez from Adam's family Mm -hmm. you know because like even though they have very different vibes like their devotion to each other is like just so and so when Marge is like I just can't it's like it's so heartbreaking because you know that she still loves him and they all love each other and even though it's like a really dysfunctional family that is what makes the Simpsons movie deserve a movie because they really hit that button on their marriage. Like when yeah. she legit like said, I got to leave you like, like, yeah. and, and the creators even said when the show ends, the last episode will be like Marge realizing that she can't be with Homer. Like she can't do it anymore. Oh, like they said that heart. would be the, and that's like, well shit. Like if Simpsons do ever end, that's what we got to look forward <laughs> like, to. That's one of my favorite parts about the whole show. I know, I know we've got to stop talking about the Simpsons, but that's yeah. one of my favorite parts about the whole show is 
Uh, like the very begin, like the, one of the very first episodes was Homer wanting to quit working at the nuclear plant because mm-hmm. he hates it so much and he hates oh my his gosh. life. Do it but for her. He, but he does it for yeah. Do it he for does it her. For do it for Maggie because Which everything is... he does is just to make sure that his family can get by. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's he's an idiot and he's like so incompetent. Yep. But he supports Marge so she can be a stay at home mom yep. and take yep. care of the kids. Yep. And it's yep. like it's it always that episode always breaks my heart. And I was and it's also great because you never really. See see maggie and homer together so that like solidified like oh wow he does love maggie that's so sweet but last thing i'm gonna say because this is why i brought up the simpsons (laughs) and this is why i brought up in the first place because you need to watch this the simpsons futurama crossover episode is fantastic because each each side gets equal billing in it they treat each one like an equal partnership where the simpsons go to the future and then like the they go to Springfield and like they play around with those type of things. And Bart and uh, Bender are such a great duo. Oh my Bart, God. I Bart and Bender are such a great duo. And then not only that, they're like, they, there's Easter eggs from both things. So there's a thing where like the, the Simpsons are in the, in the Futurama gang are like going across like the universe or whatever. And there's a moment, there's a fucking moment where they pass by Fry's dog outside of the fucking pizza spot. They pass by his, they literally pass by his dog. And it's one of the most, it's, it's for like seven seconds, but you feel so much emotion in that seven seconds. Cause seeing Fry literally pass by this dog in person and the dog was asleep. And then the dog looks up like, and goes right back. You're just like, Oh no. It's it's, Oh my God. Like, okay. We can, we can stop talking about completely it different. But, um, do you watch Archer? I want to. Oh, it's good. I want to. I need um, to. But they did a, they did like, it wasn't really a crossover episode, but they did an Archer yeah. episode that was like where Archer like wakes up with amnesia and he's Bob <laughs> in Bob's yeah. Burgers. Yeah, because it's the same and it voice. Was so, it, they got all the voices from Bob's Burgers to come to and it was, it was so funny. It was, it was amazing. <sighs> this could be a whole nother episode just talking about like that, like that Fox animation Dude, block cartoons. I could, I could talk cartoon could shows. Talk shit, man. <laughs> like I, I don't even, I even want to like talk about like American Dad and how like. Steve, uh, Steve can sing like Steve can fucking sing. He has a whole R and B single called "Daddy's Gone." Well, if we're gonna and talk TV again, I got a whole list of guests that we could maybe maybe see about having on too. Because let's I put them on. Let's put them some, on. There's some wonderful TV people out there. But so okay, Halloween is awesome. Halloween it's media great. is awesome. We barely, I mean, we barely scratch the surface. But there's so much. There's so much that you could watch. There's so much mm-hmm. to watch. I, I, we are both horror fans like year long yeah so it's yep. like one of those things where like halloween i feel like like the adam family we briefly talked about gomez and marcia yep. like obviously classic and i love adam family values i don't i'm one of the I, a I lot like of people values, love it yeah. more than the original like that's like a, i do that's like a hot take that a lot of people share that's but the one I, with the uh, joan joan yeah, right? yeah she's she and honestly um that's why she <laughs> she is the better villain she is definitely the better villain yes. but i like the story of the first better um, mm-hmm. But I, I fully admit that Debbie Debbie is the, the she's better villain. Fucking, she's fucking great. She's, she's fucking so great. good. I, I love that, that when that monologue was trending on TikTok. Like, it's, it's so iconic. Mm-hmm. See, I, I love that type of shit. I love yeah. it. Yeah. And that's what, okay. to me, that's what Halloween media is about. It's literally just, it's not even like, like so many people are like, oh, what scary movies are you going to watch? And I like scary movies. But scary Halloween to me is like watching watching the silly, you know, satirical. I break the out the old shit. 
I break out the old <laughs> shit under wraps. Don't look under the bed. Like the Scooby Doo yeah. shit. Like yeah. I, I break those out. Like and I'm still, I'm still to. a fan of the live action that James Gunn Scooby Doo. I, I know that oh, his. Oh, that's a classic. I know his script got butchered, yeah. but it's still great. It's still and Rowan great. Atkinson is such a good. It's, he does such yeah. a good job in that. Yes, I mean it it's it's honestly great. Cast. Super good cast. Like the writing is so self aware. Like yeah. when she when she tells Fred he's shallow and he says. No, I'm a man of substance, and dorky <laughs> chicks like you turn me on too. Like, and then they oh, make. I got then a they lot have, of comments like that on one of my recent male gaze videos. I'm just saying, and <laughs> then they have the balls to like really like like dive into Shaggy being a stoner, like having him be in yes. the truck that's smoking. Talk I about wish, toasted. I wish they hadn't like cut out all the overt references because they left everything except the actual admission, like. It's mm-hmm. like it's not subtle at all. <laughs> he literally just... he literally looks at a girl named Mary Jane and said, "That's like my favorite name ever." <laughs> exactly. Like... <laughs> but again, it's great because it's like spooky and over the top, and it's like mm-hmm. classic Scooby Doo. It's like yeah, it's good, and I also think it's hilarious, like the chokehold that Scooby Doo has on our generation. Like oh, I, yeah, yeah, <laughs> Scooby Doo just comes around like yeah. like in every generation, like especially like. I, ne- I never thought that Scooby-Doo was dying, but the fucking Shaggy meme, you know about, like, the Shaggy meme? Uh, I don't know. The- Look, there's a meme about Shaggy that he's, like, the most powerful being in the universe. What? There's a, a I swear to God, like, when we get done, look up, like, videos of, like, Shaggy at full power. <laughs> and, like, there's videos of him, like, fighting, like, Superman or, like, Goku, and he'll legit, like, <laughs> he'll legit, like, break Goku's hand, and he'll say... This isn't even 1% of my full power. (laughs) And not only that, not only that, the creators of Mortal Kombat referenced it. Currently, (laughs) Cartoon Network referenced it. I I mean, I don't know what's in those Scooby Snacks, but good for him, man. Powerful Shaggy is now a whole character in and of himself. He's like an icon at this point. I swear to God, look it up. It's the funniest shit. Yeah, I'm definitely going to have to Google this because it sounds wild. I think it's called Ultra Instinct Shaggy or something like that. Ultra Instinct Shaggy. Wow. Hearing him literally talk about how he's going to beat someone to a pulp with only like 5% of his full power with the Shaggy voice is like the best when i google it the first thing that comes up is zoinks and then in parentheses ultra instinct shaggy yep yep what the (laughs) fuck oh Oh. okay look this came out a month ago the uh uh, warner brothers animation like they're they're the ones who create who did the um who did the uh fuck they're the ones who did the uh Mortal Kombat animated movie it was a Mortal Kombat animated movie and and it was rated r because it's super bloody and it's super gory and everything just very recently, they had, like, this animation where you have Scorpion, like, in front of the WB animation, and Ultra Instinct Shaggy comes out of the Warner Brothers logo, chokes out Scorpion, and then pulls him in and says, get over here. It's the funniest <laughs> shit. It's, oh, my God. So, yeah, Ultra you know, Ultra Instinct Shaggy is now canon to Warner Brothers. Amazing. I love it. So, it's it's fantastic. It's fantastic. I do, I'm just waiting for him to be make an official... <laughs> like I'm just waiting for him to make an official appearance in like a Mortal Kombat game. Like that's when it be it will be real. Like that would be awesome. I do, I honestly I'm gonna be real with you. I don't know if I'm ready for that. I I am. I, I am. <laughs> but yeah, okay. We gotta end this show because we can go on for like literally. Days. And I like, mean, like I, we say this every time, but we are we are gonna do a legitimate horror movies episode. Like, oh, and, yeah. and, but probably like I was thinking, I've been oh, yeah. thinking about my favorite vampire movies recently. Like. We'll probably have to like do subgenre it because even still, like the genre of horror is massive. Like, <laughs> yeah, oh, 
I mean, but like we'll you talk said, about there's it. art house, slashers, like yeah, exactly, comedy. Exactly. It's, it's so much. It's yeah. so much. <laughs> Whew, like, I, I honestly, like, we went through so many things, and I'm just like, damn, the editing on this is going to be insane. Oh, my but, God, yeah. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. We're going to be fine. <laughs> We're going to make it. We're going to make it through. <laughs> okay. And whatever it takes. That's a whole nother show. I know I can make it through. People are like, oh, my God. Uh, but, yes, anyway, guys, thank well, you so much. Well, of course we meandered a little bit because we, we haven't gotten to sit down and talk in a long time. It's been a minute. It's, it's been, been a minute. Minute. It's been and a And, you know, I minute. know that, like, we, after our big dramatic um, fight <laughs> last week, we had to make up. My dad, my, my dad listened to the episode before me, and he was like, did you, did you listen to the podcast this week? I was like, what, what do you mean? I, I was honestly, at first I was like, wait a minute, Julian posted a podcast? I was like, oh man, that's awesome. Good for him. I like totally left him hanging and there, there he did it. And he's like, yeah, but did you listen to it though? I was like, what? And then we, he's like, Scared you. he starts with, yeah, he was like, yeah, and I, when I was listening, I was really, I was genuinely upset. And I was like, she would, she would have said something to me if they were fighting, right? I was like, dad, yeah, I would have, I would have told you. It's, it's okay. I'm still getting really, DMs about it. He was it. concerned. He was concerned about our friendship. A lot. Um, a lot of people were. A lot of people were. <laughs> I still get DMs like, "Oh my god, you just gave me a fucking heart attack, dude." I was just like, "Hey." No, I mean that's the way. That's the way to go. Because honestly, you had me hooked. I was like, I gotta listen to this whole fucking episode. I need to know how our imaginary fight went. <laughs> how, how far is he gonna go into it? He's are gonna we, tell the are whole we story. Okay? It, li- it was literally a spur of the moment thing. I was it was, like, it was a good what? call. I, I liked like, it. Yeah, I was really going to just explain straight up why you weren't a part of it. And I was just kind of like, you know what? Let me just see how far I can go. With this. Let, me, <laughs> let me fuck with them just for a couple minutes. You know, it was good. it's worth it. It's worth it. Yeah. That goes down in Geeks of the Week history. Yes. The, fake, the fake breakup. <laughs> yeah. All right, cool. I'm, well, I'm so happy your dad heard it before. I did. know. I know. It was, so, it was so funny. I was like, dad, what are you like? He was like, he seemed so worried. And I was like, can you just spit it out? What are you? What, what are did he, you what did he say? What the fuck? What the fuck, dad? <laughs> I was like, oh, I can't man. imagine he would have said anything that upset you in any kind of way. And then he, <laughs> then he played the, the video. And I was like, oh, yeah, no, no. We cool. We good. We good. <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> all right well guys thank you so much once again for listening to geeks of the week we went from halloween and back almost hell and back but we did it uh we are back and in effect we are reunited thank you so much for listening and thank you so much for our patrons who also came to our live episode uh the other night it was super awesome super fun to talk to you guys we want to do more of those so just stay tuned on patreon if you're not a patron yet you should maybe sign up and get some of that exclusive access because that's what we do yep we think we you guys are awesome and you guys are you guys are the best yeah that's i'm um i i, I get ra- i get affectionate when i get rambly i love you all <laughs> <laughs> not even drunk yet i love you all <laughs> exactly you guys are so good. Oh my god! Can I ever tell you that you mean so much to me? I'm I am that kind of drunk. I'm not gonna lie. I literally I, I, like I always have to tell people. Did I tell you I love you last night? I prob- I mean I've I love you. But- <laughs> I've seen it, y'all. I've seen it. It's honestly very nice. It's, it's very yeah. nice. I get I get very. I'm definitely one of those like just I I want I want when I'm drunk I want everybody to be as happy as I am. So. <laughs> Oh, I wish you could have went to New York with me. I oh actually God. drank for the first time in like forever. Uh, well, you know, well, uh, there's lots of lots of things in the future. Very exciting. <laughs> oh, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> uh, all right, guys, you guys take care. Good night.